So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Super excited today to have Coach Jeff Mays in the house. What's up, man? Yes, good to see you. Good to see Glad you too. To be here. Yeah. So uh, I I literally said to him before we started today's show is brought to you by Work Ethic. <laughs> I want to talk about prospecting. I want to talk about circle dialing. I want to talk about open houses. I want to talk about non-owner occupieds. I want to talk about being gritty and doing the work. Because as you heard me say, you know, not too long ago in Vegas with all of our elite clients. I do not want to hear about a lack of inventory anymore. I want to hear about your work ethic, your focus, your drive, your determination, yep. making phone calls, doing the CMA a day campaign. I am sick and tired. We sold 7 million houses in the US last year. Someone got the listing. If you didn't get enough of them, this show is for you. So Jeff. Yes, sir. Let's talk let's, about it. Let's do, let's do the layup first. The easy one. I want everybody to get back to open houses. Uh, what do we need to do and say? What are the questions we need to ask? to win more opportunities from open houses. I got to tell you the first three months, uh, the past three months, I've heard a lot more of open houses. Me too. I, I had a client that just told me the other day that they had 78 uh, showings and had 30 offers in two days yep. of an open house. Yeah. And I was just like, how did you handle that many people in there? Right. So uh, I, I was very uh, early in my career. I learned, I did a lot of new home constructions yeah. Yeah. and I came up with, I call it the maze knockout questions. These are 10 questions the that maze imagine, knockout imagine questions. you got all these people yeah. coming in the door uh -huh. and most people are like, how do I handle this? How yeah. do I handle everybody? Right. Right. So what I tried to do is I would greet them at the door, have them come in, take a mm -hmm. look around, yep. talk a little bit about the house, and then have them look around. But watch this. I never left the front door. Yeah. So I'd, hi, how's it going? Take a look around. And then when they're leaving, I would say, what'd you think about the house? Yep. Trying to figure out if they're interested in the house. But I got to tell you, I found that most open houses, they were not going to buy that house. So sure. I was prepared. Guys, I had a goal of picking up at least two buyers from every open house that I yep. did. Yep. Okay. So I, the, the 10 questions that I would ask them was, what brought you in today? So yep. why do you think I would ask that right off the bat? Well, you're looking for motivation. Am I just looking to see what, you right. know, what features and benefits the house right. has? Like right. what kind of furnishings yep. or... We're looking to buy a house. I'm also trying to figure out if my marketing is working, whether it was on, yeah. it was a, maybe yeah. I put it on a Zillow yeah. open house or MLS or right. did they come from the, yeah. the, the signs? What brought them out yep. today? Hey, Good. what are you looking for? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to figure out their uh, description of what they're looking for, mm -hmm. area price mm -hmm. range. Mm -hmm. uh, how long have you been looking? Yeah. Why would I ask that question? I mean, nine years or nine days? Where are you in the process? Right. right? Uh, if they say nine years, what, how come you haven't bought a house? Right. Why so long? What's yeah. the hang up? Yep. Um, I'm also asking what price range and area they're looking in. Yep. And then here's the key, because I think this dialogue is going to go in two directions. Are you renting or mm -hmm. do you own? Yeah. So, hey, Tom, uh, you're in an open house. Are you renting or do you own? Uh, we own a house. Oh, great. So let me ask you something. Do you need to sell that house in order to buy your next house? Yes, we are. Uh, we're actually talking to Easy Knock about you know pulling nice. some cash out so we can buy a house. So your house isn't currently on the market. No. Okay. What do you think your house is worth? 
Uh, you know, we were looking on Zillow. We thought like, you know, 400. Okay. And so, uh, have you had any other agents talk to you about the value of your house? We're really, I mean, this is like the first weekend right. I travel a lot. So we totally just, good. I literally just said, honey, let's go, let's go look at some totally houses. And where, yeah. what area do you live in? We're just down the street in Bananaville. Okay. I love Bananaville. I do too. Great area. It's bananas. There. So, Hey, um, um, uh, has, have you seen anything that you like out there? You know, we saw a couple of properties online, um, but you know, today is kind of our first day. You right. know, we're just kind of you know cruising the neighborhoods of the places that we like, and right. just you know, we were very fortunate. Like this house is open. There's another one like two blocks over. We're gonna go see that one as well. Okay. And so, uh, have you made any offers, or is this really the no. first week? Or yeah, two? this first. Yeah, we're just okay. getting started. Have you heard about the market? Do you know what's going on in the market? I mean, I hear it's busy, and I hear there's like you know a, a shortage of homes for sale, right. and uh, and I'm hearing you know people are having to you know bid up to right. get the house that they want, and right. I mean I'm, we're, I mean obviously we're excited about that as a seller. We're right. not really excited about you know with the buy side, but you know but we get it. Like we've outgrown our house. Okay. We need to you know we need a little more square footage. We need an extra bedroom. I'd like to have a bigger backyard, maybe a pool. So you know it is what it is. Will you be paying cash or will you getting a mortgage? Oh, we're definitely going to have to get a mortgage. Okay. Um, have you talked to a lender yet? I started to talk to my bank, um, but I was looking online at a couple uh, different companies, but if you have a recommendation, okay. somebody with good I can rates. I absolutely recommend. Yeah. So let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. If I found you the perfect home and maybe it wasn't on the market, would mm -hmm. you want to know about that? Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. hey, you know what? I got an idea. I'm going to be at this open house till about four o'clock. Mm -hmm. Would you mind if I scoot by your house down in Bananaville? It's just mm -hmm. 10 or 15 minutes away. Yeah. The house doesn't need to look anything presentable. Just yeah. Just sit down, talk, and find out what you're looking for and yeah. what your home is worth. Would that be worth ten or fifteen minutes of your time? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have to check with my wife, but you know, I would, I would think that wouldn't be a problem. Like, you know, it's penciled in. Okay, let's plan on uh, four thirty day. How's that sound? Yeah, that's great. Okay, so I'm going to ask these questions to find out their motivation. Yep. Uh, I'm a big believer in if you're if you've got to sell your house and it's not on the market, you're really not a buyer yet. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. not a buyer yet. Yeah, but yeah. they think they are. Yeah. And, you know, we know in this type of market, there's not a lot of first rights yeah. uh, contingencies. I was trying to be that second. first time seller. Totally you know, yeah. 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 All right. So you got you got these nine questions, the maze knockout questions. And and I love, you know, because I've heard Andy C and so many other greats, right. you know, the gallons that were like, I'm going to come meet you afterwards. Hey, I'm going to wrap up my open house at four o'clock. Right. Like, I hope that everybody took took that little piece away too. Right. just get with them as quickly as possible. Don't say, oh, give me your email and I'll follow up with you. No, I will come by your and house. Watch this. In 30 years of real yeah. estate, I never asked for a sign-in sheet. Because yeah. I got I to be honest, they're going to give you bullshit information. Right, they're not right. going to yeah. They're a not gonna AOL account. write wrong email address <laughs> yeah. or whatever. So I was a bigger Katie, fan. do you know what an AOL account is? <laughs> <laughs> she's she like 25 no, like no. AOL you've got mail <laughs> alright okay so let's let's switch gears that was some good inside and open houses let's talk about let me, let me say one thing here's the key though and it's the toughest thing to do Tell when me. you do an open house mm -hmm. you've got to make the commitment to call them back that evening yes okay most agents are going to call them back Monday or Tuesday. That's, yeah. I, I, the hard thing is for 30 minutes, I had to follow up with everybody that came to an open house yep. and you know why I did that because people don't live in a bubble yep. guys they didn't just Come to your open house, get out, take a look at it, and then went home. No. They are looking around, they're Absolutely. driving around, they're making other they're calls. Out, they're on their phone. Honey, look, yeah. see about that other one? Right. You know what I love? Shout out to Monica Carr, right. uh, Cole Banker, Newport Beach. She ends her open house. She's got the list of like the 15 people she right connected there. with, and she just goes, Hey, Katie, it's Monica standing in front of 1234 Banana Street. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm going to be reaching out to you and then blah, 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 blah. And yeah. just like make that video yeah. connection touch. Yeah. I thought it was a really good part of her like post open house follow up. So, hey, Tom, here's a quick hack. 
I used to put people's contact information in my phone and under company, I would put buyer or put seller. Yeah. So then, you know, you could just go back and hit buyer and then I've got, there's everybody right there. Yep. Yep. Super easy idea. But here's the idea, guys, if you're doing an open house, have a goal of at least walking away with two set appointments from that open house. Yeah. Okay. And what I used to do is I would call them on, on Sunday set an appointment to do a buyer presentation or to get with them or take a look at the house Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then uh, create a client and turn a client into a customer, show them houses on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. My goal was if they met me, that I would get them in contract if they were motivated within two weeks. I love it. I love it. Still works in this type of market. 100%, 100%. I mean, Andy C, like some of the the greats of open houses, right? Like that's the lingo. Okay, let's talk about... um, so about non-owner occupied. So wherever you're listening, uh, Europe, I've been unable to find any data. Canada, I want to say 15 and a half, 16 million houses. Right. Four million of them are investment properties. Uh-huh. In the U.S. with 138 million homes right now in the U.S. with, by the way, 1.5 million uh-huh. in process, which is, you should write this down, that's as many as... 2004, five, and six. So inventory is coming, which is exciting. Uh, maybe not to your town, but it's coming. Uh, but of that 138 million, nearly 20 million single family residents investment properties. This is a enormous opportunity right. for going after listings. Right. What advice, what do you recommend? What's the hack? My first thought goes to when you're talking to non-owner occupants, this is not like talking to a couple that's selling their house, buying another house. You yeah. can talk directly to them because they right. get it. It's right. about numbers. This is an investment, it, right, not right. their home. Right. And I think yeah. when it comes to non-owner occupiers, it's we gotta we gotta recognize one thing. To some degree, we're selling fear and we're selling greed. The fear is yep. we're at the top of the market and right. rates are changing, and maybe your values would be changing. Yep. And the, the greed is. Let's cash out, take this equity and put it somewhere else. Right. And you know, I, I saw, I'm, I'm probably making up the stat that probably 60% of all non-owner mm-hmm. occupants are just, uh, they own just one other house. No, no, so it's, uh, I don't know about the 60 and one, but right. I know that 80%, the last time they the last time they put this out and you can Google this, I wanna say it was like 2020. Right. And we know with the amount of funds that have been buying up properties. Right. I've got it's clients that they're buying right, 70, right. 80 a month right, right. in multiple cities. Right. At that point, it was 80% of all the SFRs in the U.S. were owned by what they were deemed mom and pop. So they didn't give a specific number. It was like under 10 was basically mom or pop. And then 11 and north, they deemed more institutional investors, right? right? And that was basically 20% of the market. So again, whether it's 60 or 80, it's an enormous number. You should pull the stats in your local MLS to know how many non-owner occupants they are and then what do they do to get them. So to me, most agents get hung up on, well, how do I get that information? I know in my MLS, Mm -hmm. I can go into tax records and I just check a search button that says, is the property address different than the mailing address? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, that's how you figure out non-owner yeah. occupants. Right. So right. Or remind if, right. it's, remind, if it's in your yep. There's a bunch people of people search. Right. There's plenty of ways yeah. to get that information. Yeah. But what I'm seeing is really working is sending a mailer and then following up with a phone call. Okay. Okay. And so the mailer is we went through it last week or two at Elite mm-hmm. with Matt mm-hmm. Beret. Yep. The key to that, the key to that whole letter is if you're not interested, please text me no. Okay, He's but turning. I, I know. Okay, you get you gave the sort of the punchline away. What's the essence of the letter, and how is it delivered? Is it like, does it say 
banana real estate on it? Is it nondescript? Is it in a small envelope? Is it in a FedEx it, envelope? Just a, Does it even a, matter? A, it's not a it's not a marketing piece. It is just a letter with your logo on it that just mm. basically says, you know, uh, values are super high right now. Have you considered selling? Um, I've got the letter, but uh, the key is I can't verbatim go through yeah, the letter. Yeah, just the but essence the, of it. The idea is, have you considered selling? Let's get together. Let's talk. I've got buyers looking in your area. Mm -hmm. And if you're thinking of selling, I can help you out with 1031 exchanges, right. talking their language yeah. to some degree. Yeah. I, I actually think non-owner occupieds are great because they're going to cut through the chase. It's yeah. all about the numbers, whether right. it's working. And I think what you're looking for, and I think about it as owning property, as you own property, like right. you're looking for that moment where you're like, Okay, that tenant was in there for like seven years. Right. Now we're gonna start the process over again. Right. I know that thing that that property needs some work, or I could just put it on the market and sell it right. and make a boatload in ten thirty one exchange it to something else, right? So you're you're looking for that moment, or like you hear Matt Beret right. saying, "I got one that the guy was like." look, I just inherited all these properties. Right. My mom owned them all. I don't want to manage any right. of this stuff. You hear about those wonderful stories of picking up five listings, seven right. listings, 10 listings. So, but back to the letter. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work in the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. So the letter is like, basically, I know who you are. I understand what you're doing. Right. The key is, if you're interested or not, text me yes or text me no. Yeah. And if they text you no, they're not interested, what do you do? What's uh, great, uh, so I know what's your address. <laughs> right. Okay, you're getting their address, okay? And but then- what you, Like in the text, you're like saying- Great, hey, hey so I'll I take make you off sure. the list, thanks for letting me know. What's your address? Yeah. Got and it. then you're following up. Then you're going to send them a market update or CMA. Right. You're going to put them in your CRM. You're going to yeah. follow up with it. Yeah. It's genius. Yeah. Uh, I think Matt even said he's got five listings from when people were like, no, but then they got the CMA, the market right. update, and they're like, let's talk. Well, didn't he say like in the text, I remember he was like, so it wasn't just no, and then put him on the list. It was right. like, no, hey, no problem. Right. Give me your address so I Soft make sure. Sell. And then right, right. why don't I send you just a comparative market analysis so at least you understand the value. Yep. And then they were like, sure. Right. Right. They're like that was the typical no response. Like, right. sure. Right. Then he sends that right. and they're like, oh, it's worth infinitely more or, right. hey, this is maybe an opportunity for us. Everything starts with a conversation. Get people talking. So right. I think he sent out 8,000 letters, spent yeah. $10,000, yeah. got an 18 times ROI, made almost $200,000, got 16 listings from a mailer. Right. There, guys, there's no excuse to be yeah. not sending yeah. this mail. I, I think the, the first step for everybody here, again, remember we said this show is brought to you by Work Ethic, right? <laughs> right. It's brought to work. you by being gritty. Yeah. So, you know, maybe just maybe it's starting with just getting the data in your local marketplace to see how many there are and then ask yourself, like, is it reinventing that letter? You know what I mean? Is it, is it sending a different letter? Is it making phone calls? Is it like whatever it takes? Right. Whatever, and you might say, you know, hey, I have an investment property and I get those letters all the time and I never respond to them. Well, you're a real estate agent. You don't want to sell, right? But we're talking about that you're, you're, you're trying to get them in the moment when it's right for them. That's all it is, That's right? That's key, yep. All right, so non-interoccupied's check. Let's talk about circle dialing. I love circle dialing, but here's the key where I think people make a mistake is people are calling right now. Hey, Tom, you want to sell? You want to sell? You want to sell? Guys, that doesn't work. We got to yeah. recognize one thing. 
These are homeowners. They're not leads. No. And we're treating them like leads. Yeah. Somebody told yeah. me, like, imagine you're calling somebody and they love their house. Their kids have just grown up in this house and they're sitting there on the couch and they get this phone call that says, hey, the market's crazy. You want to sell your house? What's the instant knee jerk reaction? No. no. Click. It's no different from you walk. You're like, right. okay, honey, I need to go get a new shirt and tie because right. I'm going to this function. Right. You walk in. Hi, can I help you? No, I'm just looking. It's the same thing. I'm there to buy a shirt right. and tie, but it, right. it's like it's that knee jerk right. reaction. So what's the better It's opening? a little bit more. You got to, again, slow down the speed. Hey, yeah. Tom, this is Jeff Mays. I'm a local real estate agent. Yeah. We may even know each other, or maybe you've seen my signs around town. Right. They get the, they're thinking like, yeah. who is who? this guy? Who? At least... Yeah. Uh, the reason for my call is, number one, I want to let you know we recently sold a house or there was a house that sold in mm -hmm. the area. Yeah. And uh, first off, congratulations. They sold their house for $350,000, yeah. 10% over asking. Right. But the real reason for my call is that house had four bedrooms, two and a half baths, about 1,800 square feet. Mm -hmm. Hey, Tom, let me ask you something. How does that compare to your house? Yeah, my house is a little bit bigger. And I actually, I actually drove past that house. Right. I didn't see it when it was open. But Do you know like, the Joneses? I don't know them, but I know who they, I mean, right. I just know them because they're in the right, neighborhood, right. but like, I don't know them, know them, but our house is way better. Okay. Yeah. So would, so if they got 350 for their house, what do you think yours is worth? I don't know. We're like 2,200 square feet. I've oh, got, a, I've got about at least a thousand square foot larger lot. Wow. And, uh, and our garage is like, you could like eat off the floor. Like it's stunning. Looks good. Yeah. So let me ask you, I know you're not ready to move, but at what price would you be a seller? I love that question. I think, is that like, I almost think like how people are going to respond to that. Like that is, uh, you know, $8 billion, Jeff. Like they're so, going to give you some so stupid what, if number. They give, or, if they give you a stupid number, yeah. I'm going to still say, great, let me do a little research. I'm yeah. not going to be, yeah. let me just, it's yeah. just the the door is open. It's yeah. looking for a crack to get yeah. in. Okay? I'm going to give you another line that, uh, that everybody should write okay. down too. What's your walkaway number? I got to tell you, uh, you know, uh, I'd probably take 750 for the house. Right. I think it's probably right. worth seven. If you yeah. could give me that, could yeah. you give me that, Tom? I, well, let me let me run the numbers and uh, and I'll, I'll get back to you with a fair assessment of what I think we can do. But I'm I'm looking at home prices right now, right. literally since the beginning of the year right. are up seven and a half percent. Jeez. Just in the first, you know, X number of days. Right. Right. So and again, some of your marketplaces, it's it's more, some of it's less. You know, obviously, always tell the truth, right? But like, I think that that question, what's your walkaway number? Right. Like, what's the number that would make you say, okay, right. at that price, we have to sell? Another thing that, again, back to mm -hmm. their homeowners, they're mm -hmm. not leads. You want to say, the reason for my call, Tom, mm -hmm. is I've got two or three buyers and they wanted me to call you to yeah. see if you have any interest in selling. You got to understand, that's a totally different spin where it's like, do you want to sell your house? Yeah. What do they think? Greedy agent. Right, You're just right. like everybody else. But I'm actually of service for my client. They yeah. wanted me yeah. to yeah. see if you, so I'm putting it on them. Yeah. Changes the dynamic of that call. I, I have a, a dear friend of mine in my building who said, he's like, Ferry, like, stop training agents in my area in Florida. They, right. Because they call just, me every, right, like, all the And time. he said, but he goes, I finally got one. We were on the golf course the other day. And he's like, He's like, I got this letter and it said, you know, followed up by a pretty fast right, phone call. Right, right. He's like, I'm an attorney. I'm, resent, I'm representing three California buyers right. that want to buy on this street, this right. street, or this street. Right. It was an attorney, right? right not right. even an agent. Right. And they'll basically pay whatever. Name right. your price. So you got him thinking. <laughs> oh, he was like, I never wanted to sell that house until I got that letter. 
there was something about, he's like, there's just something about name your price, what's your walk away number. So, all right, so we're talking circle dialing, but I think let's, let's close it out with, you and I can go back and forth on this because I got some thoughts as well. Best hacks for becoming a more effective prospector. Uh, whatever you're avoiding is where the opportunity is. Mm -hmm. um, and if you have an affirmation that like, I hate prospecting yeah. or I don't like yeah. getting on the phone, yeah. that's not really a good start. Yeah, okay? I agree. Okay. So I like to, to counter that. Uh, the song by Depeche Mode, pick up the receiver, I'll make you a believer. Right. Like I would like listen to that over right. and over again right. and play Star Wars in the background. You got to get fired up. Put you got to be the right on, peak You know, state. imagine. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like yeah. it is, it's peak emotional state. Um, but the other one is to, to just stop and ask yourself like, okay, what do I love about serving people? Right. Like why am I really in this business? Right. And, and what if, just for today, I got on the phone and found like three people right. that were thinking about selling. Right. Like, right. what if this was that moment? Like, what if this was the moment where I picked up the phone and I found three people that are thinking about selling and right. then I make, start making phone calls? Right. Right. Like, if you ask yourself more empowering questions, right. you get energized, you get fired up. So what else? What other hacks you got for being uh, more effective? You know what? Uh, we came out of Elite and I got all my clients. Uh, uh, we did an hour of power all together. Yeah. Had 45 show up. I got to tell you. I did my song and dance for a minute or two and then put mute. There was nothing more powerful than looking around, seeing everybody else doing yeah, what you're doing. Yeah. I got an idea for yeah. you. I'm throwing all this your, all, your, all your clients right. prospecting on Zoom. Everybody can right. see each other. Right. You're like, got right. an appointment. Right. I got, got an, an idea. Uh, we need to get, we need to do that on a regular basis. We've done see. that before. I remember we've had those, I know. those appointment challenge yeah. contests. We were, we were doing that during Pivot. We need right. to get back to that. All right. right. So to me, this it's, is a moment here. Is anybody right, capturing that over right, on my right, team? Right. Okay, what, what we just commit to doing? <laughs> yes. Hold on. Someone listening. I want to be a part of that. So, uh, all right. So I, I agree. There's something about uh, doing it with a group, right? Right. Having accountability. I'm going to go super old school. Like, like 1989, my right. brother and I, <laughs> uh, shout out to Matthew Ferry, my brother. And literally we would, we, would were, we had group calls for like 20 people on it. Right. Like that was coaching right. back then. But we would like, tie like uh, to old telephone cords right. from my leg to his leg. Right. And the deal was like, until you like got an appointment, right. you couldn't leave. Right. You couldn't go to the bathroom. Accountability like, bets, it was like, it was cat food bets. Cat food bets. Um, all right, but other little hacks. One thing for sure is uh, sitting versus standing. Yep. Like Stand you gotta up. be standing. Yep. Right now, I know you might say, well, I'm just more comfortable. I get into a little relaxed no, state. No, no, like it, these, are, these are like, these are like sales calls, service right. calls, energy matters. Also remembering that you've got five, I know some of you'll say six, five, you know, different, you know, modalities, right. you know, auditory, hear visual, yep. right? Taste, touch, sight, et cetera. But over the phone, you're 80% ineffective. The only One. thing you have is your voice, right. right? So if you stand up and you project, you know, they're going to hear you. Absolutely. They're going to hear your passion. You know exactly right. what I'm talking about that. The other one is make sure you have all your scripts and dialogues up in front of you. Right. Right. Practice. Have People a, not practicing yeah. or role playing. Have a plan. Right. Okay. I'm going to call like 10 right. past clients right now. I'm going to check in. I want to have more than like, Hey, how's it going? You know what I see too is people come to this like, well, I don't have enough people. Like to me, if you're going to do this, it starts the day before. Like, right. who are you going to call? What's right. your focus? Right. What do you, who are you going to talk to? Yep. Practice what you're about ready to say. Get warmed up and yep. then get on the phone. Yep. I'm a little different. I, I'm old school like you. Yeah. I was like, just get on the phone. Just do it. Yeah. You'll be amazed at 
how much crap you can stir up by just getting on the phone. Right. Even almost not even talking about real estate. When it right. comes to your past clients, I think we got to think service call, not sales call. Yeah. People get in their head like, I'm trying to sell them something. No, just no talk way. to people. No. I, I, if you look, at the, you look at the data right now, Everybody wants to know three things, right? They want to know how much is my home worth, right? Right, and and the you know sort of one A is and what's happening with prices, right? right? right. The second thing they want to know is do I have the right interest rate, right? Right. If you're in the U.S., 138 million homes, 40 percent of them don't have a mortgage. Right. Of the remaining balance, from my conversation with Ivy Zellman, right. the oracle of right. all things housing, right. whatever that 70, 80 million houses, half have an interest rate higher than three and a half. Right. Half have an interest rate lower than three and a half. Who do you think is most likely to sell? The person with a 2.65 or the person with a 3.7? The 3.7. I'm going with a 3.7. Right. So because they're too lazy. They didn't have any refinance. They're probably right. like, we need to move. Right. Or or that, or they just, you know, they, you know, they're busy. The life, kids, right. whatever it is, right? And then you say, then the third thing is everybody wants to know is like, like, what's the future of this house for me? Right. But you, you know, you have to ask the question like, is this your forever home? Like, I think that question to your right. database, you know, hey, we're all watching the market right now. And I'm sure you're reading the same thing. I'm like, I see it as an agent, a broker. Right. Like the the question for all my clients is, is this your forever home? Right. Like if this is, if this, if there's even an ounce of thought around selling, right. we need to have a discussion. Right. But if you're like, this is my forever home, right. you, I love you. I'm, we're still going to talk. I'm yeah. going to call you all the time, check yeah. in, see how you're doing, let you know the value of your home. Yeah. But I honor that. But if this is not your forever home, this might just be the moment in time we need to sit down and actually have a conversation about what you could get out of this house. You, you know, my thought goes to this, and I'm sure you probably have heard it. Have you heard of the power of seven? Mm. Seven touches, guys. So the seven penny Tom, clothes, We got to recognize yeah, one yeah. thing yep. is that with over 52 billion robocalls out there, right. people are not answering their phone. Right. But that's not the only way that prospecting mm -hmm. can be done. Mm -hmm. You can we're getting a lot of DMs on Facebook D and Instagram. DMs and Instagram, LinkedIn. I, yep. I tell this yep. story all the time. I will call Tom on the phone like, hey, Tom, how's it going? I'll leave you a voicemail message. He routinely replies to me via video text message. Right. Number one, I feel like dumb because I didn't do that. Number two, it's, <laughs> it makes you feel special. Right. But you know what? Have you ever had those times where you're trying to email or text something? You're like, oh, that doesn't sound good. Or that's yeah. a little cheesy. Yep. When you get a video text message, right. I get the total picture. I right. know where he's coming from, right. the, the, the idea and the approach from this. 100%. So it is making your calls, but then I would say, then you got to follow up with email, texts, yep. video text yep. message, DMs on Instagram. There's just different ways to connect. Don't, I have people now, they're like, there's no expireds out there. I called a hundred, yep. I made a hundred calls and only got 10 contacts. Yep. Well, we got to adjust or we got to pivot yeah. or do something different. 100%. 100%. All right, man. We got to bounce. This was just a ton of fun stuff. It's always great to have you on the show. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Give us some comments. What else do you want us to talk about when it comes to prospecting and getting more appointments? Should we do some geographic farming? Love it. Right? You name it. You know we're going to cover it. All right. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.